Oh boy, it is, it is, who is it? It's Aaron Cole. It is also February 15th, Tuesday, 2022. Can I get a holla for a for no dollars. This is free, guys. It's free. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. Fuck yeah. You know what it is. I don't know what I'm doing, but I got some notes. Yeah, boy. I don't know what to do with that. I never know. I always need this hard intro going into it, and it always fails. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. So, what what do we go? What do we got going on this week? It's a lot of, lot of this, a lot of that. Got some notes here. It's probably going to fuck everything up because I never make notes. I just put clips together and then I just kind of formulate an idea of how I'm going to attack them. But today I got some notes. And for this part, I don't have any clips, but we're just going to talk about the Canada trucker situation. It seems a little weird to me that there was this big of a grass movement in Canada, the, the country that we always think is the softest, always the nicest people and they did, they blocked a bridge that had a lot of traffic that flows between it for uh, kind of commercial use, uh, I think car parts or whatever, uh, whatever, okay, that's whatever. But it blocked a bridge and a lot of people got pissed off. We got people, uh, Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, the governor, talking about how it's shutting down their economy and stuff like that. And it's, it is funny. Because she was just doing that with with the COVID rules like a year ago, year and a half ago, whatever. It is really funny how they they can point at one or the other, and then like like we've talked about before, it's always the virus is doing this. We're not doing this kind of thing. But then we go to the Canada side of the border. Justin Trudeau. I need to start looking at the notes because I'm just rambling right now. But uh, Justin Trudeau, Justin Castro. My bad. I wasn't looking at the notes. That's what I have in the notes. Justin Castro. It's not a joke. And shame on you if you think if you think Fidel Castro is his dad. I mean, they were just hanging out all the time, him and his mom. His dad looks completely different. I mean, you put the beard on him, it looks like uh, Justin Castro. So, anywho, he put in the Emergency Powers Act over the last, uh, I guess, 24 or 48 hours. The It's only been done twice in Canada, from what I've gathered. And then also... It is really only being used, it seems like, for monetary funds. And that is what one of the most scariest thing is, is that they're cutting off the, the money coming from like the U.S. and around the world. Because this is a worldwide kind of effort that's going on. And that's what's, that's what's kind of interesting about it. But they're shutting off the money. They already cut off uh, pay, PayPal and then like GoFundMe. And now it's Gifts and Go is what they're using to try to fund these people. They're trying to shut it off. I don't know what Gifts and Go is going to do. They're, they've been pretty uh, into all of all these funding uh, things that are, have been going on, funding this and funding that, uh, that are out of the mainstream. When uh, But when GoFundMe has shut places down, Gifts and Go has been the place to go. Canada, they're, they're, passing, they're passing laws to shut down kind of monetary 
exchange. And I'm assuming that's going to shut down what we're trying to do in the United States to fund these people. And that is very worrisome because we could see that leaching into the United States and around the world of just people not being able to fund what they want to do. And that really takes like censorship and just everything to a whole new level. And that is, that is very, so we got to wonder where this movement started from. I know it seemed like it was very grassroots, but we also need to look into this thing as being almost a, a government kind of started movement to try to get people to start doing this. And, and then it's real weird because it's hard to not support it when it looks like it is just it's grassroots and at this point it has become grassroots so it makes me almost wonder if it's like uh what we did with like the the stock exchange people and temple it's almost like one of those kind of things and so we got to wonder like where it started from and then what they're getting done with this happening right now also with the, the cutting off the money we could see that should go worldwide easily oh there was supposed to be an american blockade also going on it's supposed to start like the super bowl in los angeles and then work its way across the united states in some fashion to dc i've seen this shit on twitter all the time and i was trying to keep track of it as much as i could kind of following the people here and there but i never really was able to nail down anything and it seems like especially from the news perspective like around the super bowl and stuff like that there was never any of that kind of stuff going on. They never talked about the truckers or anything like that. So it makes me wonder if this is actually happening, if it's gonna if if it's gonna go on or not. I guess we'll just kind of see where exactly that goes. And one of the other things when it comes to like the Ambassador Bridge and and stuff like that was, did the United States? It seems like the State De- the Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, was all, also giving information to. Canada and their the Mounties they were giving them information on how to to go and start attacking the truckers start getting information start building cases things like that which is it's it seems very strange how we had of course we had the BLM thing two years ago and then then nobody was stopping that around the world the leaders of of countries and of local and state places were going and meeting with BLM people in the streets and they were kneeling with them while at the same time they were burning down businesses and all this other stuff. Now we have these truckers who of course are are not on the same spectrum of course as the BLM people but when they do their thing and they're not burning down businesses and this and that and are protests supposed to be peaceful? Yes, usually. Do they usually cause some, some conflict and some chaos? But we see we see that and anytime anytime it's not the same side of the spectrum it's always it's wrong no matter if it's a black person that's conservative or a, a white person okay all right aurora's out we're gonna get back to the podcast but basically it it's just if you don't agree you're not right so i don't even know why people try to fit into it whether you're white you're black you have an idea that's outside of the spectrum you're you get shamed on at the very least you might get your job back you might be brought back into public view as being somebody decent but you you're as soon as you disagree you're you're cast you're outcasted so what's the point of even hanging out with people like this? this is like hanging out with the assholes in college and as soon as you do anything wrong you like bring the wrong beer to a party or something like that you get fucked off for you know like a month or so so i don't even know why these people want to hang out with each other if you can't disagree 
I have the most fun with any of my friends when we're arguing about something. Anytime we have a disagreement, it's <clears throat> that makes it so much more fun. It's fun fighting with people and, and having a disagreement and talking about the way you feel. You shouldn't always be in agreement. Okay, we got totally sidetracked there. But what do we have here? I think that was it for the trucker news. I think we made it through the trucker news. There's surely stuff I'm missing, but it seems like it was all kind of coordinated to an extent. It was definitely promoted and got more people there so they could make it a bigger thing, I think. And then, uh, of course, people supported it because it was a great idea. But I don't find it to be too natural when you start looking into it. But definitely the people grabbed a hold of it and it's going to be used against us in so many ways. We don't even know the repercussions yet. Let's get to the Russia news. Okay, so out of Russia, we have seen so many weird things since the last time we did a podcast, which I think was last Wednesday. Uh, Thursday was pretty quiet. Friday, we got told that like any day the Russians are going to invade Ukraine. It could be on the on February 16th around 1 a.m. And we saw all this crazy shit. We saw Zelensky from Ukraine say that, and then his other people had to walk it back. It seems very staged to me. I don't care if there is ever a shot fired with this fucking war, and I know I'm, I'm rambling right now, and I'm jumping ahead of my notes, guarantee you. I got some Biden clips. I got some Biden clips we're going to play, but I really do think that this thing is completely overhyped. I don't think it's going to happen at all. And it's catching a lot of people off guard that always expect these things to happen. And I'm usually one of them. But I'm taking a hard stance on this one that I do not think this war with Russia and the Ukraine, I don't think it's going to happen at all. I really don't. The The reports are all over the place. There's ports of Russia walking troops back. We're still going to be in, in contact with them. I definitely know I'm jumping ahead in the notes now. But there's like a couple parts of Ukraine that want to declare independence and they're asking the russian communist party okay it's asking the the russian house i have the the name here but i'm just not seeing it okay but um they're asking the the russians uh like uh, kind of uh, house representatives or whatever to approve these couple region regions of ukraine of south like eastern ukraine where the russians have already gone in before it's asking them to approve that for statehood or from recognition from russia that hey we're a different part of ukraine we don't want to fight with you we just want to, ukraine to leave us alone so that could start a, a war right there too i don't know how soon that can get voted through i really don't know shit about how the russians government actually works they always get told putin's doing this putin's doing that putin's doing that but i mean honestly if you look at like the united states or anybody else there's always the the lower places pushing up shit to the president and never once in a while you get a person well i guess like all the presidents we've had for the recent memory they also do have ideas and they want to do what they want to do so we can see kind of uh, almost a cohesion though that they want war in russia i just really don't think it's going to happen guys but it, it, it's whatever okay but uh biden today he did some he did a he did something I don't know what exactly did the power got cut at some point, but it was, um, yeah, it was real weird. He, he said a bunch of slogans, a bunch of things that you would think that would sound good. I don't even know where to start with. I just had down in my notes to play a Biden clip. So we'll just start at the bottom and work our way up. I think that works. This seems like that'd be the right order. Okay. Okay. Let's listen to Biden. To the citizens of Russia, you are not our enemy. Okay. All right. So we said that. Of course, uh, we know 
as a citizen of the United States, that they're not our enemy. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure you and Putin are everybody's enemy. So, I mean, that proves nothing. Let's go to the next clip. Too late to leave safely. An invasion remains distinctly possible. That's why I've asked. I want to point this out. His eyes are so squinted. He's reading, reading off a teleprompter, almost like I am right now. But uh, he's reading off teleprompter to this whole thing, and it's just uh, it's a crazy sight to be seen. But let's go ahead and play it. Asked several times that all Americans in Ukraine leave now before it's too late to leave safely. So it seems like to me, it seems like we're almost wanting this to happen. Surely there's always a good plan for like uh, waiting and and seeing how kind of things go and then always being prepared. There's nothing wrong with ever being prepared. But it seems like we are really thinking that something's going to happen here. And it's been for weeks now. It's been for weeks and nothing yet. I know it seems like we have people ready to go at any moment, moment and we like there's troops and ammo and, and weapon systems placed everywhere, but... What's really good? What has Russia done besides moving troops to a border? I know they're saying they're going to firing positions and shit like that, but I just don't see it. I really don't. Okay, let's play this next Biden clip. If Russia decides to invade, that would also have consequences here at home. But the American people understand that defending democracy and liberty is never without cost. This is a cause that unites Republicans and Democrats. And I want to thank the leaders and members of Congress of both parties who forcefully spoken out in defense of our most basic, most bipartisan, most American principles. I will not pretend this will be painless. There could be impact on our energy prices. So we are taking active steps to alleviate the pressure on our own energy markets and offset raising. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, all those people out there that think in that 2022 or yeah, 2022 later this year, in November, that's going to fix anything, whether it's Republican or Democrat. It's always the small issues, of course, but honestly, this is always what it comes down to. We have a inflation problem. We have a moral problem in the country of like support and pulling together. And it's all been created and fomented by both sides, of course. But what really brings everybody together, it's always a war. And it's a war that people have been talking about for six years now with especially with donald trump people talked about russia before donald trump of course but when we really look into over the last six years we got trump russia 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 the the russia infiltration into our election system the russian dis disinformation i'm definitely jumping ahead and just going to mention real quick that zero hedge today has been accused of russian disinformation which i'm sure is not their first time but i mean what what is always the problem it's russia when can we find a chance to get in a fight with russia it's when we got a, the weakest president we got the weakest person in america damn near running the country and of course russia is going to take advantage of that even if they really are that's this is clearly when i would take advantage of this this is the weakest president we've had i don't even know if jimmy carter was this week this is completely absurd what we have going on right now in the in the white house and and you can look at our society as completely disshambled and in just disarray so why wouldn't russia if they were why wouldn't you 
But we we always tie it back to the same person every time. Every time. It's without fail. Next button clip. We do not seek to destabilize Russia. To the citizens of Russia, you are not our enemy. And I do not believe you want a bloody, destructive war against Ukraine, a country and a people with whom you share such deep ties of family, history, and culture. 77 years ago, our people fought and sacrificed side by side to end the worst war in history. World War II was a war of necessity. But if Russia attacks Ukraine, it would be a war of choice or a war without cause or reason. I say these things not to provoke, but to speak the truth. Hmm. Okay. That was where the uh, the one thing came out of, and that's a longer piece right there. And that almost sounds genuine in a way. I don't think World War II was fought out of necessity either. I think that could have been curtailed, especially if there wasn't funding going to certain people. And then a certain uh, idea already came out of uh, out of the United States or or Britain or whatever about eugenics. But, I mean, we can, you know, apples and oranges at that point. So I think World War II could have been averted, especially if the funding wouldn't have been there. But it's okay. Um, that was almost half-hearted attempt at a, <laughs> at a decent line right there. But it, it's, it all comes up empty. He needs a war. He needs it. He really does. But do I think, I don't think it's going to happen though. I think somehow this is going to get back down. This is all about building up for something. What I really, really think is that it's going to be a cyber attack or something like that. We, the West, the whole West needs, they've built up the COVID narrative. They've locked people down. We got Trudeau doing his shit in Canada. Like we just talked about in the United States, Australia, which isn't really the West, but, uh, you know, the Netherlands, Austria, all these places, the UK, Spain, France, Germany. We see these crazy shits that happen. We see the crazy shit that happens there almost weekly, it seems like. So we need an enemy at this point to shift the narrative. I don't think it's going to be Russia in the sense of firing bullets at each other. I really do think it's going to be it's going to be the cyber polygon. It's going to be the the DDoS attacks. It's going to shut down stuff. And that would really give the West a chance to do the full martial law plan, do the fantastic Freddy or whatever, whatever the plan is with that. That's where we need like the, like the, the Chinese and the Russians to start helping us with that kind of stuff. We don't, we don't necessarily need the bullets. We don't need the boogeyman suck the fear and stuff like that, but we just need them to do DDoS attacks like they've done to the ministry of defense, the armed forces, private bank, Ukrainian cybersecurity, and Ashta Bank have all had DDoS attacks from they say Russia. So that's all we need. That's all that's all the, the West really needs. They just need like a strong cyber attack and shut down the population for a few days and then we can declare martial law and then at the same time we're working on getting the powers back up, getting the power and the internet and the infrastructure back up, but there might be two weeks of no power. Could you imagine what people would do? There would be like instantly a million people dead in the united states easily in the big cities so we don't need too much out of russia we just need that threat on the border we did something to upset upset them and they just attacked us real quick but you know just keep on moving just something like a quick death kill off and i'm working on an idea but we're not quite there yet
I think that's all I got for Russia right now. I mean, it's just a mixed bag of who the fuck knows. We've been talking about it for for a little bit now. I have no clue. I don't think it's going to happen, but I mean, who the fuck am I? So that's what my thoughts. I think it's going to be something silly. Miscellaneous news. Okay, this will be real quick. It's going to be a segment I try to throw in every once in a while, or at least, you know, say break it down in segments. And this one really didn't fit anywhere, but I know we've all heard about the crack pipes. I guess it's been like a week now at least, but uh, Jim Pasaki is going to talk about the crack pipes, give you some lowdown information of what's really going on with the crack pipes. I would note, though, that I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that one of Senator Blackburn's primary concerns is about uh, a relation to the set to the funding of crack pipes. Is this correct? Which is not an issue. So this is a this is an issue that what, what is happening here is that's potential to hold up funding the government and important programs around an issue that is not an issue because we've been very clear that we are not providing funding for crack pipes. Okay, so we've been real clear. We're not we're not selling crack pipes. We're not buying crack pipes, but we just need this funding. I find that to be hilarious. She said a lot of things, and some of it was clear, and then some of it was like wrapped back around to make everything else unclear. So I'm still not sure if we're buying crack pipes for for the for the the black people or whatever. Hopefully, white people can get crack pipes too. That's we need equality. We need the white people on crack as well. Okay, next story. Hillary Clinton gets confronted about the new Durham probe thing going on. Oh, it's got to bring us back to the Trump thing. It's always convenient how there's always something going on with Trump. It's never ending. And this one is a little a little pretty fucking crazy sounding. I'm sure y'all heard of it, but supposedly Hillary Clinton had this lawyer guy the lawyer guy was going and filing shit about russia russia gate or whatever the fuck you want to call it the russia hoax and then he was also working for hillary clinton at the same time there's wiretaps there was stuff going on in the trump tower trump campaign trump presidency wow okay if it's real it is but it always is just always too good to be true i know the QAnon people are like joe biden was the vice president at the time when some of this was going down and then some of it's it's going to get brought back it's going to get fixed trump's go <laughs> trump's going to be president there's going to be some shit like that this is always a distraction people it was there probably a crime committed yeah hillary clinton should be locked up for a million other things before we get worried about her spying on trump to be fucking honest and we always get caught up in the newest news story about fucking trump and hillary and stuff like that it's amazing still after five almost six years we still get brought back to it every time it's just all it works it works that's why they keep on doing it just like the covid just like the russia 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 all right last thing uh there was a video on youtube which i wish i could play but it's an audio podcast so that makes it very difficult to show that to you visually but i'm sure just look on youtube uh type in uh, mass bird fall of yellow-headed blackbirds in Mexico is like a. It started with the with the C. I can't remember the name of the city, but I'm sure y'all have probably seen it somewhere. Just Google it or get on YouTube or Twitter or maybe even Facebook. You can probably find it. But I don't know what causes this, but every once in a while you see it, and it's really weird that this one got caught on film. But it looked like thousand, a couple thousand 
of these birds, these uh, yellow-headed blackbirds, which describes them perfectly, of course. <laughs> There's no no uh, unrhyme or reason to that one. But uh, basically, they all like just come out of the sky and they just like hit this house, hit the street, hit the sidewalk. A lot of them live, but there's like uh, maybe a hundred at best that die from just hitting the ground, but they just flew right into the house and the ground. Completely crazy. I don't know what that means. It could be a million different things and none of it's good. <laughs> if you look at what's going on around the world. Um, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good when you see shit like this and all of this wild stuff. But, uh, just to reiterate, to wrap this bitch up, uh, the Canada trucker situation could be the best thing ever, but it is absolutely looking like it's going to fuck people in the long run with the ability to finance each other. Once they cut your money, they could take your job with the vaccine thing. They can do so many things and make a lot of people not able to help each other out in the freedom side, which they also declared was like a, a right wing stance. I don't think that was on CS, CNN or MSNBC, whatever. But that does not look too good. That looks very bad. I'd rather them not have done that and uh, still have the ability to fund each other than than that one. So we'll see how that goes. Russia, Russia, Russia. They're not going to invade Ukraine. I know the news looks crazy at times and stuff like that. But really, I do not see it happening. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, If you live in Ukraine, you're listening to this. You know what's going on. You live around there, you know what's going on. United States, United States always looks for a fucking problem. We always look for something to jump on the people that talk about this kind of stuff, and we're guilty of it to a fault. We're always looking for news where there's no news, and I mean, there's definitely news here, but we always overanalyze it. And our and our government and our media fucks us every time they get us over energized into one thing while they're doing something in the fucking background. Did you know about COVID before it happened? Did you know 9-11 was going to happen before it happened? Did you know Parkland? Did you know Sandy Hook? Did you know the Alpha P Murrah building in Oklahoma City was going to happen before it happened? Talking about people in the United States? No. You don't know what the United States is going to do until they fucking do it. And it's always going to give you a left hook while you're sitting on the shitter backwards or whatever. Okay, we never know what's going to happen. There's no way on any of this shit. So, good luck. Good night. Anything crazy happens, I'll be back before next week. But I'm just going to go ahead and settle into a once a week kind of thing. And the biggest things I think I got going on right now. So, we'll catch you later. The podcast is over. Peace. Stay frosty. Jesus loves you.